on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Gessman, coming to you on a Thursday, August 17th, the LA Galaxy getting ready to return on Sunday night. But Hurricane Hillary might have something to say about that. We'll be wet and wild in Los Angeles as Real Salt Lake comes to town to play again. League is back. LA Galaxy have new players that they have to put into the lineup. We're going to talk about that. The official signing of Billy Sharp. We already talked about it on Thursday or, or excuse me, on Monday night. But or, uh, we're going to get you now ready for uh, what is coming for the LA Galaxy down this last 12 games. Do they have enough points? Can they get to the playoff line? We got a lot to get to in order to help me do that. We're glad to have him back from the great state of Texas. It's Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Eric, how's it going, buddy? Pew, pew, pew. Every time you say that, I feel like you have to be you have to have written your, and tooting. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, and get going. You got, your whole, you got a fast draw, fast draw. Just, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a, a brisk 106 today. So, yeah, don't remind me yeah. where I'm uh, podcasting from. So, good, good times. I hear the weather's cooling down. In your neck of the woods, though. I mean, is that, is that good news? Is I mean, that bad news? It's a hurricane, Eric. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's a good thing. I don't know that it. It was. It was chill today. I know that there were a lot of people who were who will probably say, you know, it was warm. I know that they said it was 96 in Burbank. I was in LA and it was like 81. So I was like, that's not horrible. So I don't know what's going on with the Burbank folk, but like normal, they're they're a little crazy, a little out there. You know, uh, what chat? Can, chat chat is saying I'm getting 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 no sound. Oh, no so sound from you at all. Okay, hold on. I'll got you. Okay, hold on. Just everybody, everybody relax. Don't worry. Internet, yeah. internet is on fire. Yeah, I, right here. I blame the internet, but it's not. We, <laughs> we were, we were busy bsing. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on. Okay, now Eric. Now, have now, you tried so. turning it off and back on again? Okay, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna see if the chat cooperates with us. Yeah, they're gonna, they're going to. I can see it over there too. No, okay. No, I was going to say we could make sound effects. I could get my my whistle. People are trying that. to blame Chris Klein. One for the internet <laughs> being down last time, uh, which so far so good. I have been checking it all day. Uh, and two for the uh, for the uh, for for you not for you being on mute. Welcome from the great state of Texas, Eric, the Portuguese <laughs> okay. Hammer Vieira. Eric, how's it going, buddy? Pew 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 pew, rooting and tooting okay. straight from 106 weather. See. Uh, you know, I don't know if I, I like that intro better or not. Didn't feel as as genuine. Felt a little morning morning zoo. I don't know. You're kind of into that though. Maybe a place from the great state of Texas, Eric the Portuguese <laughs> Hammer Vieira. 
no, no. Maybe? Pew, pew, okay. pew. Okay. Pew, pew. Just, okay. just wanted to check. All right. Oh, man. This, I really hope this all stays in. If, if, oh, I'm not cutting. If, 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 if they're not turning it off at this point, you know, that's how you know we got the, we got the diehards. We're still in the room. Have you been, man? Uh, I don't think I, I've seen you in, in, what is it, three weeks now? Four weeks? Yes. Five weeks? I don't know. I think Messi's won a World Cup, lost a World Cup. I don't know. Well, scored I don't, 12 goals. Yeah. I, we, we went from, uh, it, it's funny because we're returning to league play, right? And that means that Inter Miami is still the worst team in Major League Soccer for for the time being, right? Just it's this weird juxt- Inter Miami is getting ready. They have now torn through the entire league's cup. They play Nashville on uh, on Saturday. Uh, you have Philadelphia playing Monterey for the third place. And by the way, we've talked about it. Top three positions get CCL. So so the the winner of that third place game actually gets a CCL spot. So there's something to play for there. Which by mm. the way really smart to have the third place game decide the CC because now both teams are like, I want to be in CCL, you know, so you, that's going to be stakes. something. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a funny thing. I was texting about it with another group and they were saying, um, you know, oh gosh, there's a third place game that, you know, this league's cup is the most bizarre tournament. But when you mention it, that little Easter egg, you know, champions cup, did you say champions cup or did you say champions league? Cause uh, it is now the CONCACAF champions, champions cup. cup. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, C squared, uh, the, I, the I, triple C. I, I've, I'm not there yet. It's going to take me a yeah, little the while. C word. Yeah. yeah. We'll just call it the C word and okay. then people will figure it out. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but, but people vying for the third spot in the C word. Um, but yeah, I think that it does give it some stakes and galaxy flaming out aside. I think it's been an entertaining, <laughs> entertaining to see how, uh, you know, Messi has kind of done his thing and then the narrative of, of Liga MX and kind of the, their teams and everything that's gone through. So, I, I mean, I think if we're, we're going to him and Han, I think your your Galaxy diehards are not happy with it. But I think the neutrals and MLS and Liga MX is going to look at this and, and look at it as a positive. I think the the way games for 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 the Mexican League is something that they're probably going to want to revisit. But in terms of, you know, the viewership, you know, we talked about you talked about Apple numbers and, and how they've increased their subscribers and everything right. that's happening there. Messi just keeps scoring goals every time you go to watch him to see, is this going to be the game where, where there's a let up? It, it doesn't stop. He keeps going through. And so, you know, if you're a betting man, you just bet Messi anytime goal and, uh, you know, you just print free money at that point. You know, that that's a better investment than some uh, some stocks and some uh, right. NFTs at this point. So I, I think it's been entertaining from from that perspective. So I, I'm curious to see how that third game's game is going to play out because it is going to there are going to be some stakes to it and of course the final uh you know can he cross the finish line yeah after messi kind of tearing everyone else is, is he going to be able to be, lift silverware and is before even playing one game in regular season play it's going to be kind of interesting uh, i love the uh the nashville miami matchup i love uh i love nashville um, you know, getting past Monterey, doing that whole thing. And then you see now this uh, this cool sort of matchup that you have, um, you know, in, in Geodis Park. So it's in Nashville. Right. So that'll be interesting. I think Messi on the road at a very big soccer specific stadium. I think it's the largest soccer specific stadium uh, in Major League Soccer. So uh, they'll have a full house there and it's not going to be all pro Miami. Now, a lot of people are going to go, yeah. listen, that place would have been sold out whether Messi was there or not for this game, right? Because that's a very good, good fan base. Having said that, you put Messi in there and there's going to be lots of people in yellow shirts who are there happy that they're also seeing 
uh, Lionel Messi on the other side. And there's this argument going on. Well, is is Messi uh, tearing up the league a good thing for Major League Soccer? Didn't he do that everywhere? He's gone. I'm sorry. Did uh, let me let me check this. Let me roll it back. Wasn't he the greatest of all time before he got the MLS? I just I couldn't. I I, I think two things can be true simultaneously because some of the the way that he has gone through and some you know goalkeeper play and defense the defender play has looked. You know, if he suspect, at best, yes, yes, suspect is probably it's probably a, a better word to use. But we also remember eight months ago, the, the guy won a World Cup on the grandest stage against, you know, a French national team who probably could have, uh, you know, gone gone uh, back to back in, in terms of, of world titles. And, you know, he did it against them. So was was the French French national team defense. Would you call them right. a bunch of bums? That yeah, they were, you know, they, yeah, they, they, they got that. They got, you know, taken to overtime. Farmers. League. I don't know that you could say that. So farmers league. That's what the those that French national team plays in a farmers league. That's why. Yeah. Fun times. So okay. anyway, it's one of the I think both can, things can be true. Some of the some of the goals and some of the defending has been suspect. But if you watch the Premier League this weekend, too, there were some <laughs> there were some teams. I, I watched Luton Town, uh, you know, absolutely pass the ball directly uh, in to a Brighton, you know, forward to, to bury it. So you see bad defending everywhere you go, even in some of the top leagues in the world. It is what it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, it, uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be fun to watch. I, I imagine a lot of people listen. This is why the Galaxy are playing on Sunday. This is all the league's games are pushed to Sunday. The league, the league's cup finals, the third place game in this and the final um, are being played on Saturday and they didn't want any league games getting in way of League's Cup. I know that's uh, difficult, but that's why the LA Galaxy might have to contend with sideways rain and, you know, I, I don't know. I'm guessing anywhere between like, you know, a half an inch up to like five or seven inches, they're saying right now for, for rain. It's, that's, it's, that's wild. That that does not <laughs> sound like California weather. <laughs> that is not normal. We'll see We'll see where, uh, as particularly the deserts that they're worried about in the, in the south uh, southeast of of California, we're going to see a lot of rain. That's that's for sure. So we'll see how much it filters up. <laughs> we'll talk about the weather here a little bit more and the Which, like. Yeah, I was going to say pro tip. Yes, it's Thursday, maybe Friday. If you have Amazon Prime, get a poncho. They're like five bucks oh, or good. even go to Walmart. Poncho. Good investment as someone who's recently spent some time in Florida. You won't regret having a poncho on you. It doesn't well, cost anything. Doesn't take up a lot of space. Yeah. And uh, you, you can still go about your time. Uh, at Dignity House Sports Park on Sunday. So my recommendation, get yourself a cheap poncho. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure a poncho is good for Florida. It's just like a prophylactic. You've got to keep yourself <laughs> separated, fair. right? Yeah. You need a you need a barrier between you and Florida at all times. That's what I think. I um, say it's like Vegas. It doesn't stay there. It definitely comes back. With you, <laughs> not like Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's like Vegas. That's it's like Vegas. It, yeah, that's it true. definitely that's comes a, back. Also too. true. That's a, that's a lie, too. So. Um, but anyway, all right, let's get to some of the L.A. Galaxy news that broke. Of course, we had a show on Monday night. Uh, on Tuesday, uh, we confirmed it on Thursday. We talked about it on Monday and confirmed it again on Monday. We told you Billy Sharp was coming uh, as an LA Galaxy player. Uh, I will once again beat my head against the desk who says anybody who doesn't understand this does not get how contracts work. Or does We always talk about how much is the contract worth? How long is it for? Give me reasons to... Uh, how do you evaluate a any player, right? Because it's like, Oh, well, we got Lionel Messi and we paid $50 million. Pretty good deal. Not bad, right? It's like, hey, good job. <laughs> good job for yeah. you, right? It's like, oh, you know, we got uh, we got Jermaine Jones and he cost us $7 million. Well, that sounds like too much for Jermaine Jones. I don't know why you would want to pay for that, but I like to cause wounds and pain for LA Galaxy <laughs> fans say, by bringing up oh, Jermaine oh, Jones. I was going to say, if people didn't turn it off after opening audio issues, they're definitely turning it off 
now, but but to the belly sharp of it all, um, how many times on in this chat in in on Twitter and where people screaming, we need a striker, we need a striker. You know, Jovalich isn't cutting it, Judd isn't cutting it, and we get, <laughs> you know, the the record setter for most goals in the English Championship, and people are upset about it. But because I, he's I will 37. Say, I think it's, I think that's a there's more people uh, that may be a smaller smaller group than I think people realize. I think people like to zero in the people who complain. But I think if you look on a whole, I think there's probably more level-headed people say this is this is what the Galaxy need. They needed a striker. They needed someone, you know, the flashy signing wasn't there. The obvious answer is the Neymars and the Zlatans and the Messis. Like, that's, of course, you want those players. But I think there's something about, like, the shrewd business of getting, you know, a killer in a lower league, like a championship, who's proven to have done it. My little kind of amateur scouting always goes to whenever they have those, uh, you know, U- UEFA Nations League qualifiers. Don't look at, the, you know, the League A where you have, you know, Croatia and France and Spain. Look at League like C where you have Moldova and, you know, Malta. And then who's the leading scorer there? Right. That's probably the guy that's who you the can guy. get at a bargain and right. can probably do well in Major League Soccer. So I think this kind of fits in that. It's not the obvious answer, but I think you saw, you know, the people who are Sheffield supporters on Twitter, you know, saying you're getting a good player. Maybe the legs aren't all the way there, but, you know, he's still got a lot to give. Isn't that <laughs> we've heard that story so many times with people who come to MLS and have success? Yeah, maybe the legs aren't all the way there at 37, but someone who knows how to put the ball in the back of the net. What do the Galaxy need? They need that. So give me that. So I'm very happy <laughs> with this move. There's a couple things that I think fall into the concerning category. One is visa and timing, right? And so 12 games left, won't make it this one. 11 games left, will he make it in time for 11 games, 10 games? I think, you know, 10 and on is sort of what I'm guessing is eventually going to be visa. The other thing is he had an off season, right? He was off season. He's not game fit, game ready, that type of thing. But having said that, the way the Galaxy are probably going to use him, Probably only needs to be 15 or 20 minutes game ready, right? Because I don't think he's a starter. He may work his way into that by the end and if they have to. But I I was very specific and we talked about this. The LA Galaxy are giving Dayon Jovalich this shot. This is his shot. He has 12 games to prove that he's a starter and he can score goals. And I'm not saying something's going to happen to him if it doesn't happen, right? But... This is a shot. They've they've specifically gone and not re- put a DP striker in there. They have yeah. not gone out and replaced him. They're giving him a shot at it. Um, Which maybe the the options were limited. Maybe the the DP striker wasn't you know necessarily available. The I'll play devil's advocate and go. Uh, I'll zag the other direction. Is that you know Jovalich has had his shot, and mm-hmm. so maybe you know Billy Sharp. You say this is a guy who knows how to put the ball in the back of the net. Maybe he is being brought in to start and kind of salvage the season. And, and yeah, he's had an off season and he has he's not quite, you know, quote unquote game fit. Right. But this is a professional soccer player who knows <laughs> who knows how to who's been away around the no been around the game and knows how to play. And he's not going to probably need, you know, you know, <laughs> he, he needs two months to warm up. No, you know, he's a professional player. He, I, I doubt he went that far off the rails in the off season that he's not going to be somewhat close to game weight, game shape or salvageable. He knew he there was a season coming up in Europe, so he has to have, you know, be, being doing something in his regimen. So I think the counter argument can be maybe he is being bring, brought in to start and this is Jovalich, you know, is going to have to be coming off the bench and maybe in the offseason they reevaluate reevaluate if Sharp doesn't bang in goals for these last 12 games, then maybe Jovalich gets another shot and gets another opportunity, but you know, I, 
I think the argument can be made that Jovovich has had his shot. Yeah, I've said it many times, right? But yeah. I, th- I, again, I, I a lot of times tell you what I think, and you know my opinions on things, and I will tell you. I will also tell you what I think the Galaxy think. The, what the Galaxy think right now is that Jovovich still has plenty to give. We know... Quite honestly, I still believe he has plenty to give. We've seen where he's been put in positions. We know he can hit bang. It's just when will they start going in? And if they start, if one goes in, will others follow, right? It's that it's that cascade effect. And if that doesn't happen, they're going to have a guy like Billy Sharp in there that that can play. And I think that he'll be more than serviceable in that position, whether it's a sub or whether it's starting. And you're right. Maybe he works himself into starting spot and Jovalich comes in off the bench, which is where Dayon has had the most success anyway, right? So... They're still they've given themselves options without tying themselves down to anything. They don't have to keep sharp past next season. But quite honestly, if he bangs in a whole bunch of goals and you're going to. So you don't want a 38 year old super sub depending on the price. Right. We always say depending on the price. Yeah. You don't want a 38 super sub that sits on the bench and that comes in and bangs in. You know, he's and just and just knows has a knack for scoring. I know that's that gets thrown around a lot. But if you look at his highlights, he just knows how to be in the right place at the right time. I the reason I bring up that. Uh, you know, fun fact about him being the record holder for most goals in the English championship. I think back to Javier Hernandez, Chicharito. He's the leading Mexico's leading goal scorer. That's not nothing. And right. when he when he came to the Galaxy, yeah, maybe, you know, his legs were were behind him, but he still had something to give. He still had a knack for finding, you know, where to be and being in the right spot to put the ball in the back of the net. And I think that's what Billy Sharp could do here as well. So the other side of this is to the Jovalich, um point can be right now, you said, you know, if one comes, maybe the other one comes, but right now they're not coming. So it's definitely between the years for, for Jovalich. There's, there's a mental aspect that he's struggling with. So with someone with the experience that Sharp has, who's probably been in slumps and, you know, played in, in uh, train stations and, and uh, lower fields and then had the heights of the Premier League as well, maybe you need someone like that to be serve as a mentor for Jovalich as well. So maybe it's not all about you know, the production that he's going to bring on the field. You need someone to help Jovalich get his head right. So it's almost like an investment in Jovalich as well by bringing in, you know, an older mentor who's going to be able to maybe get him in the right headspace moving into next season. That was specifically spelled out that even if he doesn't play, they still think he's an asset, right? That's, it's one of those. It's like, even, and I know people hate it whenever you talk about like, oh, well, the guys are like managers or they're like coaches who play on the field. That's still important. And I think it's something the galaxy have been missing for most of this year. Victor Vasquez, yes, with legs, you know, and it wasn't all there, you know, Sasha Kleshin, certainly, you know, those types of things. But we talked about that for seasons about how those guys would hold that together and how they brought things together for that LA galaxy side. They need a little bit more of that. And I think this yep. is it. Mayo Yoshida fits that as well, right? And yep. the guy, by the way, 100%. Yoshida in his press conference, I don't think I got to it, but said one of the main reasons he came to LA because he said he could have played somewhere, he could have played other places. But one of the main reasons he came to LA is the style of play that he loves to pass, that he loves to play the ball out of the back. And he says that doesn't get played in Germany and they don't play that way. And he goes, and so he was missing that. And that was one of the main reasons he came. And if we remember, there were stats that sort of showed him not a great passer. And you're like, well, if he's not a great passer, why'd they go out and get him? Well, he wasn't in a system that passed right either. So if you look at him like on the national team and some other things, there was a better indicator that he can play out of the back and he can do those things. Right. So just little things like that. So Maya Yoshida, uh, let's talk about that real quick. Let's see. Did I have it? I know. I, I know I clipped it, Eric. I always clip. Oh, I got it. Okay, good. Okay. All right. 
<laughs> but the LA Galaxy announced on, let's see, what's today? The 17th? So yesterday uh, that uh, Maya Yoshida has received his P1 visa. So right around the turnaround time that I think we're expecting for Billy Sharp puts it in like a week and a half, two weeks, um, you know, and, and it's a UK passport, which is usually pretty quick, right? Um, I don't know where how Maya got into the, uh, yeah, into the country. He, he might have a German wrinkle, one. Yeah. He might have a Japanese one, you know, the whole deal. Uh, the guy speaks like probably seven languages or whatever. Once again, making me feel completely uh, out of shape, <laughs> inferior and old. Thanks. Uh, and he's an old player, right? Because he's an old guy and I'm still way older than him. So it, it doesn't it doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah, um, those, those days are gone for us. Yeah. Yeah. It was the, so nice. The veteran players were no longer on that level. It was so nice being a young guy and, the, and being the same age as the guys. And now I'm just like, hi, I'm old. It's nice to see you. Um, so anyway, so uh, so that was in there. Um, and so my Yoshida available for Sunday. I expect that he plays. I, in fact, I would be really surprised if he doesn't start. So um, that's one of those things that that happens uh, probably this weekend if the LA Galaxy play this weekend. And we'll see if that actually happens. I, by the way, one of the worst things that could happen uh, and one of the re- there's a couple reasons why they might cancel the game. And this is just I'm not saying anybody's told me anything. They haven't. But this is the reason a couple reasons they might cancel the game. Lightning. Or if there's so much water and so much brought that's a hazard to even be at the stadium yeah. or something like that, they would they would cancel or move the game. It, it turns into a, a drainage situation. I think no one wants to watch the game being rolled around. And I think that's why the game, the initial game at the Rose Bowl was, was moved is it's not necessarily, uh, you know, the weather that it wouldn't be totally playable. It's what it would do to the field and the surrounding areas and how that would impact the game. And I think, you know, you're, you're right. If there's lightning, then obviously, you know, that's a hazard to the fans. You're, you're going to have to cancel it. But if it turns to where the, the surface is going to be just absolutely ruined, then you, you have to take that into consideration as well. So curious to see how it's all going to go. We went from excited. We're back to, hey, we might not have a game. This yeah. is beginning of the season all over again. It, it feels that way. Uh, by the way, uh, I don't know if I got to it. Did did I talk about Philip's super chat of the $2? And he said $2 to help pay so. the internet bill. Okay, so. good. Thanks, Phil. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, so far so good. I mean, listen, I saw trucks, Spectrum trucks on the street as I was coming in and I, I, I'm sure some of you might be like, oh, well, you should have been excited to see the trucks. And I was just like, oh no, that's not, that's never a good thing. That means something's broken. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, someone made the call because something is going wrong. That that's something that you see around my neck of the woods because there's a lot of construction whenever you see you know, a lot of construction happening or, you know, the new, new homes being built, you're, you better expect some power lines to be cut or water to be affected or your internet, you know, so, something's going to happen when you have that much uh, action happening around your area. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, again, I, it, just to tell you like the drop in the internet signal and what happened on, on Monday, uh, I normally have like th- almost 40, uh, megabits per second on the upload side of things. So plenty, you basically, if you have like three to five, you can do a live stream show, right? So plenty. And I was getting below one whenever we were doing the show. And I was like, I, there's nothing I can do to fix. It. I had all, I had a full house of people downstairs. I'm like, turn off the internet stuff. Let me, let me get there. Right. Uh, by the way, $10 super chat from Patrick. Thank you. COG back in action. Somewhat. Um, I was up at three 30 this morning trying to get the oldest onto an airplane at like six forty five. Oh, so that's oh. always, that's always that's, fun. Good times. That's a fun time. You yeah. Know. But, but shout out to Patrick in the chat as well. I was active in the chat at the very beginning. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's nice. I missed you guys. Good to see everyone back. So, Nice to see everything kind of up and humming again. Let, have we have we wrapped up the Billy Sharp yeah, piece yeah, of Billy, it? Yeah, Billy Sharp's over I, I, I wanted to give one oh. shout out to, to Andrea Ripas on, on Twitter, who I retweeted this. 
uh, you know, the, she, she had said, am I the only one who hears a Billy Sharp chant in my head similar to Jim, Jamie Tart from Ted Lasso? Billy so I'm just going to put that out there and not have people listen. Billy Sharp, do, 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 Billy Sharp, do, do, do. I think, I think that could definitely is be that, a thing. Is that Baby Shark too? It's, it's Baby, baby Shark. shark. Okay, I just want to make sure. Sorry. Yeah. I had flashbacks. Yeah, yeah I, Baby it. Shark was, was a banger back in the day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> four or five years ago yeah. I, i'm right there with you but uh, uh you know, i you know i'm all i'm all on board so shout out to, to andrea who put that out there yeah. uh and you know for the people who make noise in the stadium it's always good you know, that's that's my humble my humble suggestion and recommendation for you speaking speaking of humble you know i am like the most humble person on this show right all the time i'm always well, deferring yeah, to everybody guy, else you're the guy who's on every single show and make sure that you're here. And if there's no you, there's no show. So, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Super humble. I, I, I feel the humility. Yeah. Su- super humble. You know, I, I whenever I say things, I rarely say I told you so, except every time. Um, I, I don't like to go at people who have stupid ideas, except most of the time. Uh, so really, I'm, I'm a pretty um, listen coming from me. I'm telling you how humble I am. I am super humble. Um, but I just like I'm, to I'm say the humblest guy, you know. Yeah, I just like to say I told you so and pay attention whenever I tell you things. All right. I saw everybody getting their pantyhose all worked up into little tiny knots, being upset that Ricky Pooge liked a tweet that showed that he needed to go somewhere else and that he was off to Europe. And then there were rumors, by the way, completely BS rumors that he was off to. Oh, he's going to Europe. This What did I tell everybody? I said, no, I said this was all about a like tweet. Stop worrying about like tweets from Ricky Pooge. He likes things and people were arguing. Oh, well, you know, he's actually very selective about the things. No, he likes to be nice. OK, so <laughs> stop listening to Ricky Pooge. Okay, whenever he likes a tweet, just because. And so Tom Bogert put out today, um, he says, LA Galaxy head coach and sporting director Greg Vanny to The Athletic on the future of Ricky Pooge. Ricky is here for the long haul. He doesn't want to be anywhere else other than here. He's our guy that we continue to build around and build with. That's the future for Ricky. Now, you can all argue and say, well, that's Greg Vanny saying it. It's not Ricky Pooge saying it. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Greg Vanny ain't going out on that limb. If Ricky Pooge is like, sell me now, coach, I'm out. Uh, every, every time I see Ricky Pooge, every time I talk to Ricky Pooge, I can tell you that he, at least for this moment, at least for this season, and certainly I believe in the next season, loves being in Los Angeles, loves it. He loves, he loves the city. He loves playing for the LA galaxy. He loves being the man on that team. hundred percent. He's bought in. He likes what they're doing. He wants to be more of an impact. I think if you're looking for him, he really wants to carry that weight. And he can't do that at Barcelona and he can't do that somewhere else right now. You know, this is where he belongs, at least for the next year, right? At least for the next 24 or 12 months, 12 to 18 months. This is it. I don't want to go too far out on limb. I also yeah. expect him eventually <laughs> I to leave. say 24 hours. That's a safe bet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but, but I will. I, I'll back you up that what you do see in his style of play and even the, you know, progression from last year to this season, you do see almost a movement into a leadership role and kind of putting the team on his shoulders. I've, I've said it countless times on this show. I feel like, you know, he almost puts too much on his plate, but you could tell that's a skill that he's developing is to be the man on the team and to be the player that people defer to. And you're right. Um, you know, with a, a move to a, a different European team, maybe he is not the man anymore. He's a cog in the machine and then his role changes. And so does he enjoy, you know, being the man, the big man on campus type of thing? Yeah, probably that that's the case. The counterpoint that that I will say uh, is what else is Greg Vanney supposed to say? 
Yeah. You know, we're, we're actively shopping him. We, you know, yeah. we're trying to get a new home for him as soon as possible. He's not going to say that. They're going to say, Ricky's our guy. We love having him here, which, which they do. And then Ricky could also still want to go to Europe and still be interested, you know, receive, if there's interest coming from other clubs, maybe it does, you know, happen to the line. We, we've also said that several times this season with the lows that the Galaxy have had. The one player that's been the bright spot in many of these games has been Ricky Puj. So if he did happen to have an offer, from a European team in the winter, I wouldn't be shocked right. uh, if he went. And I, I don't think that makes the statement by Greg Vanny untrue right. because I think he wants to keep him probably as long as possible. Um, but it also is the life, uh, the lifelong adage that we've learned is that Twitter is not real life and a like is not an endorsement. And sometimes right. it's just nice to like things and things are funny. You know, when you, he, he's <laughs> also we mischievous. Can we, can we understand he's mischievous? He's a, he's, he's a sneaky bugger. Yes. We need, we, we need a Sophie on the show for that one. I, I didn't, I don't have the right inflection. I understand to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll get her to record it. We'll, we'll put it as a drop. Um, but no, I mean, the, the other part about this is that I fully expect the LA Galaxy to show him the money this winter, right? I mean, this is the time when you extend him. You put him another, you give him two to three years, and you throw a whole bunch of money at him. He gets to be one of the highest paid players in the league, quite honestly. Um, and that's if you want to keep him, because he's young, and you can hold him. Th- if you have that sort of his backing, it'll cost teams more money to come and get him if he wants to go, right? Yeah. But you I, I need think- to pay him the money. Yeah, I think I don't know if he's highest paid player in the league level, but he definitely deserves a raise when you look at what he he's making. And then I think to your point, if a t- another uh, club is going to come in and take him, then it's gonna they're gonna have to match and it's gonna have to make they're gonna have to make it interesting because I think right now it almost is too easy for another club to come and match yep. what he's making. And yep. so you're you're the galaxy is in a point where you know if the contract's not up, renegotiating and making sure that he's taken care of. Because if he's their guy, like they say he is, then you want to make sure that he's compensated and uh, and he feels as such. Because right now, especially with Brugman, you know, being out, he the the way the season is going to finish is going to be the way Ricky Pouge plays. It's good if he he has a nice run, then the Galaxy are poised to make a nice run. If Ricky Pouge is not having you know the last twelve games of his career, then the Galaxy are not going to do well. So how he goes, the LA Galaxy go, and so we're going to see how much he means to this team, you know, with all the other additions that are coming in as well. Yeah. Um, again, I think they're going to show him the money that makes, that actually makes sense for them to show him the money. That does mean that I think the LA galaxy are going after one senior DP and one young DP. In my opinion, did you break something over there already? It's okay. You don't have to. Probably. Answer. Okay. Yeah. It's been a while. Like I said, it's been, you know, three, four weeks since we've last podcasted. Thanks yeah. a lot. LA. Galaxy. Come yeah. on. Yeah, I know. Really? Um, Philip, by the way, call me out. Josh with the Taco Bell large drink. This is correct. This is one is I didn't get to eat all day. So, uh, Eric, do you remember back in the day? You, you were with me. You were with me. You, I, I know you were about the same age. We're close enough. Uh, you go to Taco Bell after a soccer game or something like that, and you get the six pack of tacos. You get like, yeah, and, okay. they, ha- and they had it in the carrying case, not just in the bag. Okay. They had it in I'm like familiar. the cardboard carrying case. I feel case. like there was more than six. You Didn't could they used to sell like a 12 pack. Yeah, I think I there was like a six and a 12. You could get a small amount. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was a whole bunch. But if you ever went to like a house party in college, sometimes you would yeah. go over, grab grab a couple 12 packs of tacos, toss them down, and everybody's like, hey, man, he brought Taco Bell. That's cool. It was like a cool thing to do whenever you were going to a house party, that type of thing. I went today and I was like, I want six tacos because I hadn't eaten anything all day. You know, normally if I'm like eating lunch, it's like two tacos, right? But I'm like, I want six tacos. I didn't eat breakfast. I didn't eat lunch. I had a meeting that lasted until almost six o'clock up in LA. And then I had to drive back down here for this. I'm like, I want six tacos. 
and I knew they weren't going to give me the case for it because it had that case has not been around for a long time. Yeah. I was still disappointed when they handed me the bag. Yeah. I was like, I that, wanted all six tacos in the in the carrying case. Since we're telling fast food secrets here, uh, I am, I'm also always disappointed when you get like the box meal but, from Taco Bell and they don't have the they don't give it to you in the box. That's always it's supposed to come a, in the letdown as well. But yeah, and so to your point, since we're we're telling our secrets yes. and we're off the rails already. Uh, I was in California earlier this week for for a work trip, and what's one of the first places I go? Um, it's wait. Del Taco. Oh, oh, oh Del, Del Taco. Gonna guess. Yeah, I was going to guess. I was going to yeah, say a bikini so bur- barista, but I apparently not. <laughs> that's a whole different. That's, that's a different. That's a whole okay. different podcast. Okay, good. But uh, but there's the the holy trinity of like you said after a house party or a late night, it's it's Taco Bell, it's Del Taco, the you know the special fries, and then Jack in the Box is the quintessential you know late night mini you know, tacos to settle everything you need a couple tacos in there have, have yeah, you so, had the mini so tacos from from jack the mini the tacos they they do their job they i know do what they're supposed to do i know it's a it's crazy uh by the way uh angelino 818 uh two dollar super chat new skateboard looks cool very thrash vibes new skate deck coming out which will probably all get ruined because it'll rain real hard um and that won't happen <laughs> then philip gave us another two dollar super chat says josh buy that two gallon jug at 7-eleven for the next show hey don't think i haven't hit that 7-eleven whenever i was driving back and forth across the desert in college be like oh just get me a two gallon mug and just pop it there and then you just have to stop for bathroom breaks that's the only that's the only thing you know don't put too much ice in it because you don't want to get it completely watered down right it's always a nice get the ratio right yeah Yeah. let's go all right good uh i got people ready to go to uh, taco bell in the chat room they're they're (laughs) ryan taco bell bring back the the six pack why why can't we have six put it in the cardboard box and let us hang i wanted to bring it in and like set it on the uh on the on the table Cheesy gordita crunch can't go wrong. Okay, if, you, if you're feeling like you need to spice it up, that's that one hits every time. Okay, good, good to know. Yeah. Good to know. I don't get their quesadillas. I, I I'm always oh, no. disappointed. The right? sauce, they, they no. it's all wrong. No, yeah, it's they, all wrong. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, don't. They mess, they get it all wrong. On on the next uh, on the next podcast, we're going to talk about Filibertos, Albertos, and all the different machinations <laughs> that come out, and whether yeah. or not they know each other. Are they yeah. franchises? Are they just yeah. were they family members? What is the difference? Uh, yeah. We had Filibertos uh, around Arizona State, and you didn't hit Philly B's until after 2 a.m. That was the rule. So yeah, that we was... were an Albertos, yeah, okay. Albertos household yes. in, in this neck of the woods. I yeah. mean, I, but the, it's like the same, but it's not the same. No, but, it, it's, but it's the same, but it's not yeah. the same. <laughs> you know, you can order the same thing from each one of those you places, can. But, you, but they are not the same. They're place. not the same, but they're the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, uh, let's continue on here. Uh, going a little more serious, and the LA Galaxy put out a post reminiscing about the first MLS MLS and U.S. Open Cup championships led by Siggy Schmidt. This is obviously a lead up to his Ring of Honor induct, I- induction uh, in the rain uh, <laughs> on a Sunday night. Buckets and buckets of rain uh, that will be coming down, but that's going to be I think that's going to be one of the main reasons you're going to want to go to this game anyway, not to mention that it's quite honestly a, a matchup between two of the hottest teams that were in league play before league play stopped. Um, but Real Salt Lake has been on a tear. Real Salt Lake played really well in the League's Cup as well. So you, we've watched them sort of get better and better. Um, and certainly with the additions that they've made, this is going to be a really interesting matchup and the LA Galaxy going for three wins in a row at home and they haven't done that in like freaking forever. This is all in league. Remember, we have to throw away League's Cup and everything else that are in there. But Siggy Schmidt going to be there in the induction into uh, the the Ring of Honor. Yes. Yeah. Siggy Schmidt is not going to be there. But Siggy Schmidt, 
there. He will be honored. He'll yeah. be the way the, you said that. He'll be there in in, in spirit. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I hope they'll have the scarf I, there. Is right? They're giving yes, out a scarf. They are. Yeah. They are. So deserving. Yeah. You know, you talk about that that ring of honor and someone who deserves. Talk about statues and retirements. Sigismund. When you talk about the galaxy hierarchy, top of the mountain. I think there's too many. There's too many big galaxy names to do like a Mount Rushmore to narrow it down to four. So you almost need like we're going to etch it in the mountain and there's going to be, you know, five to ten names. Siggy Schmid, one million percent deserves to be uh, on that mountain. That that the ASO connections in Southern California yeah. alone put Siggy Schmid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Onto the onto the mountain and all that stuff. So um, anyway, that's uh, that's Siggy Schmidt and that induction. And then the L.A. Galaxy also reminding and partnering with all, all the other Los Angeles teams. Um, is basically uh, they already donated four hundred fifty thousand dollars to the American Red Cross to help the people impacted by the Hawaiian the wildfires. Amount of craziness, just absolutely nuts. I, I I have very little perspective that I can give you on that, except that I've been obviously to Lahaina and I've been to Maui as a visitor, but those were people's homes, and yeah. so I feel like anything I say is 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 can pale in comparison. But that that city is no longer on the map. Um, yeah, which it's heartbreaking. It, yeah, because when you see it, especially. When you go there and you, you realize it's, you know, my, my family comes from, from from an island that's of similar size. And you realize, especially when you live in a, a big state or a big city, like when you're on an island and it is it's it's tiny, it's small. it's And so when you have those places that are, are tourist attractions and places where people like to enjoy themselves to see it all just poof, gone, it's it's really heartbreaking to watch. So, well, you know, happy, happy that, you know, people are, are channeling you know, funds in the right direction. Hopefully it gets in the right hands and, and, you know, things they're able to rebuild and get things going in the right direction. Cause it, it was, it was, it was a shock to see it. Uh, you know, the damage that was done to such a, such a beautiful place. Yeah. And once I think once the capital of Hawaii was the, was uh, Lahaina, uh, by the way. So it, it has a lot of history, a lot of uh, historic buildings and all sorts of stuff. Um, uh, uh, Redcross.org is where you can donate and, and help out with that as well. So please do that if you can. Uh, back to a little more jovial notes here. Uh, Eric gave us a 10, not you, Eric, but a different Eric. <laughs> and Eric with a K and not a C. Is it, do you get angry at Eric's with a K? I just wanted to. You know. I, I would never get mad at this Eric okay. because you know he he you know donated to the super chat, but yeah, it does make me upset whenever you give the Starbucks order and then it comes back spelled with a K. Yeah, you know what really? You know, I'm gonna make some people upset as well. Really makes me angry when they go CK. What? It's like pick K or pick C. Like can't have both. Come on, what are we doing here? Don't sit on the fence like yeah. you do on this podcast all the time. <laughs> uh, Eric with the ten dollar super chat. He's calling out. He's obviously saying we were talking about Taco Bell and and really the. I would. I almost said like Mexican food side of things, but really, that that's <laughs> yeah, not that's not what that food, is. Yeah. yeah, it's fast food, white people Mexican food, yeah. like that type of thing. Um, uh, he he throws out In and Out, which of course is always a staple. I mean, there's it's no a different tier. It's there's, a different. There's like a time and place for everything. Taco Bell, I would never rank above In and Out, but there's times in my life where you say, no, a Taco Bell is going to feel better than an In and Out at this moment. So it's all about kind of feeling out. Feeling the vibes of the of these different things. Eric with a Q is that one? You know, Eric Zavaleta is a, that that he that, makes you angry. That's that's a whole another level right there. Yeah. <laughs> so shout out to him. I actually almost respect it. That's a totally you know outside the box way of going. <laughs> oh, I love it, Eric with a Q. So much fun. Yeah. And now listen, my money right now, the best value in fast food is In and Out. I I swear to God, go to McDonald's and spend fourteen dollars and something cents on on chicken nuggets anymore. Not that I do that all the time, but chicken nuggets. If I'm not here anymore, it's death by chicken nuggets. Just letting you know. <laughs> um, but you, you do that. You go to In-N-Out 
you can get a burger and fries and a drink and you're out of there for like seven or eight bucks. It's still a great still deal. Still not bad. Okay. Still anyway. not bad. Even with animal style, you're 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 at ten bucks. All right. You're so shape. Are you ready to come crashing down to earth now that the LA Galaxy actually have to go back into a league? A league in which Cincinnati <laughs> oh, has fifty one points in the Eastern I was, Conference? I was gonna say the, the the listeners can read between the lines. There's a reason why we're talking about In and Out and wanna, Taco Bell. I really don't want to get all that. these other things because we don't. do not the one thing we don't want to talk about is LA Galaxy soccer and the the dread that has been, uh, you know, how they went, how they crashed out of League's Cup and just the 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 injuries and and just the lack of of getting things going. The last thing I want to talk about is LA Galaxy soccer. I'm here for the chat. I'm here for to hang out with my friend Josh. You know, I'm yeah. I'm not here so much for the LA Galaxy soccer uh, in 2023. Let me remind everybody: LA Galaxy sitting 13 out of 14 teams in the Western Conference currently at 22 points. That's seven points below the line, um, currently averaging one point per game, so 22 games. Uh, 12 games remaining, that makes 34. At this point, they will get 34 points uh, if everything plays out the way that it's sort of going. And it's probably... Listen, it will be... I'm guessing it's going to be more than that, right? So feel better about that. I don't think they're an average one. But the bottom line is, that's where they sit right now. That's the reality of the situation, and I would love to show you where the LA Galaxy are in terms of the supporter shield, except that they're so far down the list, it won't fit on the page whenever <laughs> I go do it, right? So but you know who they're above in the supporter shield? Enter Miami. Enter Miami, yep. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's another thing. I mean, don't expect Enter Miami to stand still, so I, the, the race for the wooden spoon is once again on, right? So... That's in there as well, which is another depressing sort of thing to, to put into perspective. But you have a team now with the LA Galaxy who are trying to integrate players, right? You have uh, all the new players. So Tony Alfaro has already been playing, but you're going to have Maya Yoshida. Uh, you have Edwin Cerillo, which is supposed to take over after Gaston Brugman. Now he's out for the rest of the season. So Cerillo is going to be in there and we get to sort of see what he's going to do. Diego Fagundes is an absolute 100% starter, especially in this formation. And I expect Douglas Costa to sort of be in the center along with Ricky Pooj, or if they sort of move stuff around a little bit, getting Mark Delgado back because he should be good now from injury and yeah. everything. LA Galaxy holding press conference, I believe tomorrow morning um, to get ready for the Sunday game. Um, so we can sort of hear from Greg Vanny about what he's going to say about, um, you know, everybody and where their readiness is for this. Pay attention on Friday morning. Uh, but you have that uh, Diego Fagundes. You have Michael Barrios, right? You have uh, Maya Yoshida. I think I already talked about who else yep. am I missing? Billy uh, Sharp. And, well, Billy Sharp. We'll see. I don't know if he'll be available. Yeah, this he, weekend. he won't be um, yeah, right but, now. But yeah. But yeah, you, you mentioned it. Barrios, uh, Fagundes, Yoshida. Mm -hmm. It's surreal. Those those were the. The main four, correct? Alfaro, Is there a fifth? Alfaro. Alfaro. Alfaro uh, yeah, Alfaro at the beginning and then Billy the Sharp at the, at yeah. the end, yeah. So. so the the one thing that, and again, I'm going to talk out of both sides of my mouth here. Uh, the one thing that can make me excited about this little home stretch mini season that the LA Galaxy have coming up is, you know, that's we just named four players, possibly five players. If there are 11 starters on a field, that's almost half a new team. So this is almost going to be a completely different, like brand new LA Galaxy team to watch. So the positive can be if you didn't enjoy watching the first, you know, 22 games. Right. Maybe we're going to enjoy this. These last 12 will be a completely different team. And so maybe it will give us that opportunity to say, well, this is something to build on for next year, kind of like what we saw last season. Right. This is a player that is going to be worth keeping and not someone to watch for. Because we said that about Brugman and Pooj last season. These are guys who we're going. I'm excited to see a full season to see what they can do, and they were bright spots this season. So maybe uh, you know Fagundes, Surio, Berrios, you know 
show themselves or Yoshida to be, these are the guys I'm excited to have a full season of next season. That's the exciting part is you're going to get basically a brand new LA galaxy team. Uh, you know, they had basically an off season to rebuild. Uh, that's what it feels like. It's like a mini off season and a mini new season that we're going to kind of take this team for a test drive. So that's the exciting thing is we're going to get to see what these players can do once they're out on the field. Here's the crazy thing. I'm going to show you. I put up the lineup from the last time the Galaxy played against Vancouver. This was the Vancouver game inside of league play, not in League's Cup, right? So this is inside of league play. Last game, this is the one where Chris Mavinga had the worst 23 minutes probably in any defender's life. for. He was concussed, to be fair. We Supposedly. I mean, allegedly. (laughs) Uh, that's what that's certainly he went into uh, into concussion protocols afterwards. But just look at the lineup. So you had uh, Jonathan Bond at the back, right? You have Caligari on the right. Those will stay. Uh, Kelvin Leardam probably doesn't start, right? Because we're imagining that Maya Yoshida and uh, Jalen Neal will start in the center back position. So that kicks out Leardam and Mavinga. Mavinga suspended for this game anyway, right? For the red card. Um, then you have Edwards in there, right? So Edwards will probably stay. Mark Delgado's been hurt. Uh, now he might be ready to come back. So how do you fit him back in if you want to go with Fagundes and you want to go with Boyd and Boyd is starting in this and Douglas Costa is out on the wing, but Costa's probably going to play more central with Ricky Pouge dropping out into those things. So you got Bruce Brugman's out for the rest of the season now, but he started this game, had a goal in it as well, by the way, right? So he had that. Where do you go with this team knowing that there are realistically three, three changes that you're going to make to the starting lineup? Um, that sort of really come in here and 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 maybe solidify what this is, team is going to look like for the next twelve games, and then you know you throw Billy Sharp in there at the eventually yeah. as well. That changes things too. Significant number of players and Surreal possibly coming in for Brookman. There's going to be significant changes, and this is after the LA Galaxy finally got into a very good rhythm. Um, before the the you know the break for League's Cup and sort of you know outside of the game against Vancouver. They were moving in the right direction. Everything's good. So how much of this, Eric, do you feel is like a hard reset? I, I think it, it feels like it's a pretty strong hard reset but because... Is it control-alt-delete or did they just yank the, the cord out of the wall at this point? Yeah, I think they, they, they unplugged it and replugged it back in. It's the same machine, right? but the, you know, the, maybe the little bugs and, and uh, things that needed to were causing some problems got cleared out. And we're gonna, you know, have some install some new software. I feel like I'm messing up my analogy. I'm sure. I'm sure somebody will be like, "That's not how this is supposed to work." Yeah, that that's definitely someone in IT is definitely gonna come around and and fix me. But it feels like a pretty strong reset. That's why I was saying it's gonna be like a a little mini season to see, you know, basically the you know I I shout out to uh, who mentioned in the chat. Robert mentioned in the chat. It's gonna be the equivalent to the new look Lakers. So the Lakers made some pickups towards the end of the postseason you know, in the NBA season, postseason th- earlier this year. Right. It kind of has, he says it can be that feel. I don't, I don't have as much hope that the, the Galaxy are going to be able to make a, a, make up enough points and make a playoff run. But I, I see the comparison. So I, I wanted to shout that out as well. All right. Let's get you your schedule. Uh, LA Galaxy versus RSL coming up on Sunday, supposedly because quite honestly, the, they're now making, and I just got a, a text from a friend saying that they're, they're forecasting that the uh, that Hurricane Hillary may still be a hurricane whenever it actually hits uh, uh, the Southern California coast. So we could be in for a little bit of a ride. You might listen. I'm not telling you to, but maybe go get some extra provisions just in case. It's, this this is going to be interesting, oh, no. <laughs> right? It's for sure. It's going to be heavy rain. Um, it's not gonna. It's not gonna hurt to have an extra case of water or and some beans or Modelo yeah. or Modelo. Yeah. You know that type of thing. <laughs> the only the essentials. 
Um, yeah. So anyway, so L.A. versus Real Salt Lake, L.A. hosting Chicago six six days later. Right. L.A. goes up to San Jose. Then we get into September, which is brutal. This is why you do not want this game to be canceled is because there is no room to play any more games. OK, it's tight. Yeah, it's already very tight. L.A. versus Houston, L.A. Uh, versus St. Louis. Again, more home games. L.A. at LAFC, L.A. versus Minnesota, L.A. at Austin, L.A. versus Portland. Again, a bunch of home games here. This is where the points can be picked up. If you're going to do it, you have to win your home games. We've talked about it for for seasons about winning home games. <laughs> right. So um, then it's away at Seattle, away at Minnesota and then home to Dallas. And that's just a brutal last October. And if they have to play another game in there somewhere, that sounds like a nightmare too. So, um, and then another wrinkle that I wanted to point out with, with RSL is RSL has an open cup game on August 23rd. Okay. So they play three days after the game away at dignity health sports park. They go to shell energy stadium and in Houston. So they're away at Houston three days after the LA Galaxy. And Sounds that's like a fun. yeah, US Open Cup semifinal. So a little bit if you're you're holding out hope and you're 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 rooting for the galaxy or thinking about, you know, can they steal points here even as poorly as they've been playing. When you talk about silverware and kind of prioritizing your games late in the season, it could be a possibility that Salt Lake is gonna wanna save and rest their starters and their their strongest lineup for that Wednesday semifinal open cup matchup. So it's going to be interesting to see the lineup that they roll out. Cause when you look at the players who are on the roster, you know, Arang- uh, Chicho Arango is on there, Diego Luna, Jefferson Severino. These are players who have, have hurt the LA galaxy in the past. And so are these guys going to be starters who are going to be making an impact in this game? If they're not, then the galaxy have an opportunity to, to steal some points here at home. Uh, LA Galaxy hosting uh, Real Salt Lake coming up on Sunday. 7.30 p.m. is your start time. 7.39 is your kickoff time on Apple TV MLS Season Pass. Uh, that one's behind the paywall. Uh, if we're looking at just the the trends for these two teams, uh, the last time Real Salt Lake lost, strangely enough, was actually quite a long time ago. Uh, it was whenever the LA Galaxy beat them 3-2, to two, right? So that's 1, 2, yeah. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. That's 9, 10 games ago was the last time the LA Galaxy beat Real Salt Lake. It was the last time they lost. Otherwise, they've won or tied all the way through, including a win the last time they were in leagues play, uh, 3-1 to one against Red Bull New York. Uh, the other thing that sort of popped up is if you want to see how well they were playing as well, you have to go over to their uh, their league's cup time. Uh, you look at the bracket. Whenever they finally got in the round of 32, they beat Leon, who uh, who the LA Galaxy had a chance at mm-hmm. beating uh, and didn't. But they beat Leon 3-1 uh, and then went on to lose 4 to nothing to LAFC in the round of 16. Okay, we've already talked about the hurricane. We've talked about everything that's coming. So the rain is significant. It is real. It will play a part in this game. Don't think for a second that it won't play a part in this game. It's a it's going to be a factor. And I almost wonder, and you were correct, Eric, saying, well, you know, how how seriously is RSL going to take this? Right. And then you add in the rain and everything else. I mean, the rain may actually give the LA Galaxy a great chance at, at coming through to this as well, because playing yeah. in the rain is tiring. It's exhausting. And you're always worried about getting hurt. I don't think the LA Galaxy have to worry about getting hurt for the rest of the season because it does not matter. It's 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 full throttle. You just go. You know, I was going to say, you know, you switch injuries off in uh, FIFA to make sure no one gets hurt. But uh, Patrick, made, he corrected me. He said, we don't steal points at home. And I guess that's fair <laughs> as well. Right. You're supposed to win at home. But yeah, the, the rain already, you know, could have, you know, bit leveled the playing field, given that the Galaxy hasn't had a lot of time to gel. But, you know, I think I think there are a lot of factors 
playing in the galaxy's favor heading into this game. By the way, Alan calls out calls me out. Josh, why is it okay for you to call Billy Sharp Billy, but calling Mark Delgado Marky is out of bounds because Mark Delgado asked to be called Mark. That's why. And he's a grown man. Billy, I guess, can do whatever he wants. He's 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 English. He can do whatever he wants. I don't I don't have that. Maybe Billy, I think yeah. I think it depends on the like if 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 Billy scores like a thirty yard banger, mm-hmm. that's that's Mister William Sharp, Sir, Sir. William Sharp. Sharp, right? And then you know if he if he taps one in off his shin guard, it's like that's that's a Billy Sharp goal. So I think we could have distinctions here as well. Okay, good. Um, yeah, and and just that's like is that like Douglas and and Doug? Douglas and Doug. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. I, I've played this game. Yeah, okay, we're, we're we're noticing a pattern here. Okay, Sir Sir William Sir. Um, very good. Uh, let's see, just going over some of the, some of the, uh, notes that they had, LA Galaxy and Real Salt Lake each have three, two wins over each other this season, uh, with the Galaxy winning a league match in May and also winning US Open Cup match in June, both in Utah, the Galaxy have won nine of their last 12 home matches against RSL drawn to lost one, um, uh, dating back to July, 2014. Uh, they also talk about with victories over both the last season's MLS Cup finalists, LAFC and Philadelphia. The Galaxy have won consecutive regular season home matches for the first time since July, August 2022. The Galaxy last won three straight home matches in July of August 2021, with a third win in that run coming against Real Salt Lake. Uh, Real Salt Lake is also unbeaten in nine straight regular season matches. Dating back to the beginning of June, RSL has gone unbeaten in 10 or more straight matches in a single regular season three times before, but not since opening the 2014 campaign uh, unbeaten in 12 straight. I remember that. That was that was fun. Same. This next one's my favorite one. Uh, Ricky Pouge has recorded an assist in four straight MLS matches for the Galaxy. The only three players in club history to register an assist in five straight regular season matches are Christian Pavone, seven straight in 2019, Robbie Keane, five in 2014, and Mauricio Cienfuegos, five in 97-98. There you go. And, yeah, the reason why that one's my favorite is because when you think about where does Pouge land in the Galaxy hierarchy... And, you know, the impact that he's had on this team, you see Christian Pavone, Robbie Keane, Mauricio Cienfuegos, that company, mm. that's the level of, you know, we're talking about etched in the mountain. That's, you know, the level of contribution that Ricky Pouge gives to this team. So I, I, I that that checks out given how we've seen him. Play. Right. And and I would say this isn't the last time that you'll see Ricky Pouge's name in a like sort of history sort of way in yeah. the best of the LA Galaxy. It just feels like he's destined for some of that. Um, just to let you know, uh, Brian Vera, um, uh, is it Brian? Yeah, Brian Vera uh, suspended on yellow card accumulation against uh, the LA Galaxy for Real Salt Lake. Uh, the players on yellow card watch, Javier Hernandez, I don't think he has to worry about it. I think he's good. Uh, you have <laughs> Are they Al- just going to show that all season? Doesn't it yeah. clear after a certain amount? Yeah, it may not because it may have already been forgiven once. And once you're forgiven, so he's like... He's missed a lot of games to yeah. still be on that list, yeah. Uh, so Javier Hernandez is on yellow card watch. Uh, Julian Ade is on yellow card watch. Uh, Raheem Edwards on yellow card watch. And Ricky Pouge on yellow card watch, okay? Okay. All right. Nice knowing you, Raheem. Yeah. Well, well set the next Ricky Pouge, though. I mean, yeah. come on. That's the that's <laughs> the one that you got to worry about because that kid gets a little fired up sometimes. Um, just 24 wins, 13 draws, 20 wins for RSL. So 24 wins for the Galaxy, 13 draws between the two teams. RSL is 20 wins. Um, we talked about the back-to-back three twos and, and all that fun stuff. Uh, let's get to 538 and what 538 says about this particular one. Eric, uh, where? I, by the way, I looked at the next two matches because I was bored. Um, and I would just like to say, wow. So, yeah. um, Yeah. So a couple, couple side notes about 538. Um, first, just in the general standings, and I know you don't have this graphic up there. The the 538 has the galaxy finishing second to last by the end of the season. So projected, not looking good. And they have them at 38 points. So that means in these last 12 game stretch, 
they have him at plus 16. So you think 16 points out of, you know, 12 games, that feels right about Six, on track. 16 out of 36 Six, points. Yeah. Okay. Which, which, you know, the, you think about, you know, splitting points that, that, that kind of checks out with how the galaxy have been playing. If you're thinking playoffs and I know what you're saying, playoffs, playoffs, we're talking about playoffs. Um, the target number is about 43. So that would mean the galaxy need 21 more points. So mm. when you think about 12 games, right? 36 possible points, 21, 21 out of those 36, that is a tall order. That is a large Alberto's burrito, uh, to, to scarf down. And I don't, I don't know. It just makes you say, okay. Yikes, can, when, can, when you look at that, can I make you feel better? Yeah. 21 of 36 points is less than 60% of the points. Okay, so that's I, not, I don't know that it makes me feel better. I, I, to me, it makes me feel like it's like you don't need 80% of the points. You need less okay. than 60. In fact, it's if you here have you <laughs> there they're is, not must wins. They can't there can't loses. Are we getting into that territory? Have, have you seen the the TikTok that comes out of I think in Australia where they do girl math? Girl you, math. Yeah, girl, you're basically it's basically it's, it's basically free. free yeah. Right. And I feel like we need to do L.A. Galaxy math right now. And so like when you think about it, right, the 60% or, or less than 60%. It's really closer whenever you, uh, it's almost 50%. And 50% is a coin flip. And if you're talking, I mean, anybody can win a coin flip, right? So it's basically, for, it's basically what I'm trying to say is the playoffs are basically locked in already, all right. right? That's Fair what enough. I'm saying. That's Fair LA enough. Galaxy math, all right? And so. if, you, if you haven't checked out Girl Math on TikTok, Dude, it's, it's Australian so radio. It's it's great, great times. They, they did, the, they did the Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift yeah, yeah, that was going to say, the Taylor, the Taylor yeah. Swift one was the one that got me. Um, and Good I sh- stuff. I showed it. So anyway, yeah, we're, we're going to have to start doing LA Galaxy math um, <laughs> in, in this. Uh. So, so to 538, yes. to your point, mm-hmm. to the graphic, and yes. why Josh was worried, and why you should be worried, and why we're all a little bit puckered here, is that the LA Galaxy are at a 56% chance nope. to win. <laughs> RSL with a 20% chance to win and then a 24% chance for a draw. The reason why we hate that is whenever the Galaxy are one of the highest percentage teams to win, it always goes spectacularly spectacularly wrong and they're tied for the second highest win percentage only to be outdone by Philadelphia hosting Dallas and then NYC hosting Minnesota. If you go to Bovada, the betting odds a little a little closer together here, but still kind of weird odds. The Galaxy at plus 115, RSL at plus 205. So the Galaxy still favorites there, um, but but maybe not at a 56% clip. So Galaxy are favorites here. Maybe they're looking at U.S. Open Cup. You know, maybe there's the weather's going to be a factor. Maybe all the pickups, they're valuing those. So it looks like this is if the Galaxy wait, are going to go on a home stretch, this would be a great way wait, to kick it off and I, get it going. I got I looked at did you, did you look at the next game. Do you have it up? Do you, I don't have okay. the next one up. Okay, I will tell you what, if from my memory, what I saw. So the LA Galaxy hosts Real Salt Lake, and then next week they host Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of the same things. Chicago, if, if you're talking Chicago and Real Salt Lake in terms of which team is better and like all that stuff, you're going to say Real Salt Lake is much better than Chicago, right? That's it's easily because you look at this RSL game and go, this is going to be a tough one for the Galaxy. You look at the Chicago game and I'm saying the Galaxy should win that game, right? That, so that's that's what I see, okay? Um the 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 thing that is crazy to me is that the LA Galaxy are favored 56% in the RSL game. They're favored 54% in the Chicago game. <laughs> so technically they think that Chicago is the tougher is the tougher team yeah. out of the I don't know. It just it make and it make the, sense. Yeah, and then the travel travel from east to west, yeah, that's always it's not as bad as west to east, <laughs> but you know, whenever there's east coast team traveling 
you know, you have to factor that in. Usually doesn't end well. You saw what happened with Philadelphia yep. coming to play the LA Galaxy. As good of a team as they are, you know, something about that travel and that away game makes it tricky. So, yeah, we'll see. Maybe there's a there's a win streak uh, in the cards here. Oh, are you giving me hope? No, Do we have hope. No, no, we we I, I, listen. I have I've been very hopeful. I've been waiting for things to click. I've been waiting with the with the third season ending injury. I sort of I lost a lot of that. I was like, right. OK, Gaston Brugman is one of the most important parts of the team and he's not going to play it. And I don't care who you have out there. It's going to be difficult to to, I think, get everybody together yeah. on the same page. So the, the one that broke me was the League's Cup exit, uh-huh. because as bad as the season was going, I thought maybe you could make a League's Cup run and kind of have something fun to happen in the tournament and just not only the loss, but the way they lost in the final minutes. I think that's what broke me <laughs> this LA galaxy season. Yeah. It, it feels, it feels very, very, yeah, it's not, it's not great. Um, all right. Uh, predictions guaranteed to be wrong. Uh, the LA galaxy hosting Real Salt Lake coming up on Sunday, seven thirty, seven thirty nine is your kickoff time. Eric, what do you have the score for this game, please? Remember LA galaxy math guaranteed to be wrong. I, I, until, they start going on a streak and showing me better. I can't, I can't choose a win. So I'm going to say a two, two draw. I'm not going to say they lose, right? But I, I, I can't see this team winning. I need to see the new, the new pieces go. So I'm going to call it a two, two draw. Here, here we go. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you exactly how it always goes. It's one, one it's in the 90th minute. The ball literally floats across the line with the amount of water that is out there. Um, I actually <laughs> think there's a better chance of this game not being played than there is of the LA galaxy winning the game. Yeah. Um, and so uh, having said all that with with all that said, uh, two one win for the galaxy, obviously. I mean, there you, go. you know, why not? I like it. Why not? I just make this stuff as like I for some reason, I feel like they still believe. And as long as they still believe and with the new guys and the break and everything that sort of happened, maybe, maybe. Why not? You know, stupider things have happened. This is Major League Soccer. Difference of difference of the best team in Major League Soccer and the worst team in Major League Soccer apparently is just uh, Messi, Jordi Alba, and uh, uh, <laughs> well, you also say that like it's a throwaway, like oh you do, oh just Messi, just and, you and just Busquets. need Messi and Busquets, yeah, Busquets and Jordi Alba just dropping yeah. dimes, yeah, yeah, making it look easy, yeah, that's it. So that's it. So no uh, big deal, not a problem. All right, uh, by the way, ten dollars super chat from Lasso's Optimism. Looking forward to seeing how the new LA Galaxy reboot this weekend. Great to see Eric again. He spelled it with a C. Glad I made it back in time <laughs> for the show. Back to school night. Remember those? Remember those, Eric? Thanks again, guys. So, do you remember back to school night? Ah, I do remember back to school night. You know, the excitement in the air, the nerves. Something about back to school night. I actually, I do miss it, believe it or not. Really? I, I was never a fan. Yeah, as a student, I was never a fan of back to school. <laughs> I haven't really done it yet as a, yeah, well, as an, yeah, as an adult. It's, it's the Vin Scully about the baseball, you know, hope springs eternal. Like within the, uh, you don't know what's going to happen this year. Anything Maybe it's is gonna possible. Be a good batch. Yeah. Anything is possible. A lot, you know, this could be the best year of their, of their lives in my career. So there's always that little, yeah. that little bit of hope that you have. At the and then it's just like the, the LA galaxy three months in and you're yeah. already out of the league, right? Oh yeah. And then, <laughs> then you get the kid who throws a mechanical pencil at another kid's ear and then it's all over. It's all go, over. Go sideways. Yeah. We did have a super chat that we missed. Oh, did we to go back? Oh, to I'm sorry. Philip Please. Yes. Did have, you know, he said, Eric, I live on Eric Avenue in Cerritos and I really need to look at this carefully because I'm a Cerritos native. That's my hometown. I right. know exactly where that is. Right. Oh, you so do? So I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna out Philip. You've but, you know, stolen. You know the, you've stolen if, that sign. If if you know, you know where the Cerritos Mall is. You know you you're in you're in Philip's neck of the woods. So maybe I'll have to go to and challenge you to a duel at a you know Liberty Park, Philip, and we'll we'll get going. We'll okay. we'll uh, fight for that street sign 
uh, for Eric Avenue and Cerritos. Cause that's, that's my thing. I know exactly where that is. You know what Eric, Eric Zavaleta can't say? He can't say that he has a street sign with his name on it. That's what he no, said. Like, no. He doesn't Not spelled that. that way. Yeah. Not spelled that yeah. way. Eric Zavaleta. <laughs> <laughs> whatever eric eric Zavaleta. Right. Okay, i had sorry. something and i, I, okay. I let it I you let, let it, it go right. okay good um <laughs> anything else bud you good no i think we're good okay let's uh let's get on out of here tell people where they can find you all right as always you can find me on everything at hammer ev9 on twitter instagram tiktok and of course threads still a thing so at hammer ev and the number nine all right, if you're looking for me on twitter at jgessman of course at galaxy podcast at galaxy podcast on threads corner of the galaxy.com that's where you can find all our stuff LA Galaxy taking on Real Salt Lake coming up on Sunday night as long as a hurricane doesn't wash it all the way and why wouldn't it that's what this season is anyway uh, usually the LA Galaxy do good in the rain right maybe it's some good luck we'll see uh, be safe be kind to each other we'll catch everybody uh, back here on a Monday night so uh, LA Galaxy Real Salt Lake coming up on Sunday podcast on Monday for Eric the Portuguese Hammer Beer I'm Josh Pato Gessman you've been listening you've been watching to our little corner of the galaxy have a great one everybody You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. Fans, we thank you for listening, and we ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.